Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Hey friends, we're back. We're doing it again. It's another week of the Switch Leader Podcast. I know that right now you're thinking, I have waited all week long to listen to another Switch Leader Podcast. It's almost like your favorite show on Netflix where you're like, man, is it time again? Am I right? Anyways, hey, so this week I am joined with my friend Nick Domasic. Nick, thanks for hanging out with us today. Excited to be here. Hey, so this week I'm excited for another really good conversation. It's been a really solid year of Switch. It's been great. Some really incredible things have happened. We are nearing the end of the school year and Nick's going to talk to you about how not to screw it up. Well, that's a lot of pressure. I Is hope that I can fair? Do a good... <laughs> yeah. I, I hope I can make that happen, but let me start by this. You kind of already started it. So school for you is either wrapping up or over. So most of your students are moving into their summertime, which means that we're planning vacations at the movies is right around the corner. We're excited for that. Pools are opening up. Sand volleyball courts are being raked. Yes. The weather is nice and it's hot outside. Sports tend to be in full swing. We're pretty busy. And so what does that mean for Switch? I think that could mean that, man, we could take our foot off the gas and we can coast, right? Like that would be... Just cruise control, baby. Just cruise control. And no, that's absolutely not it. What I actually want to challenge you with today is that I believe that this can be one of the most important and impactful times that you will get with your students. Why is that? Because students have more time, as we just explained. We have more ways that we can show we care and in unique and different ways. And then we have more opportunities to show up randomly. We talk about showing up randomly and how important it is to just be a part of your student's life outside of the building. And this is such a time to do that because of all the things I just explained, there are opportunities to be the church outside of the building. And that's what we say. The church is not the building, but it's the people. And you get a chance to be the church for your students. And so I actually want to encourage you today to really press in as we reach the end of the semester here. As Josh just said, an incredible semester. We have seen so many amazing things happen. We've seen God move in incredible ways. We've seen so many people step into faith in Jesus and accept him. We've taken on the fight of human trafficking. Students have signed up to serve. It's been incredible, but it's not over yet. God still has something planned and we can be a part of that. And so I want to encourage you today to step up, show up randomly, and really make this time valuable and important. Absolutely. So we recognize that it's really important that we not coast. Pastor Craig talks about how nobody ever just one day went, oh my gosh, I just happened to be successful. I just accidentally fell into success. By accident, things went well. Like that never, that never really happens. And so what we want to do is we want to talk about the reality that there is not a whole lot of time left in this semester. While it has been a really great year, there's actually still a lot that's left to happen in the remaining what we would call like switch year. But then there's more to happen beyond that as well. And so we don't want you to think that what we're saying is, hey, nobody gets a vacation. Nobody gets a break. Never rest. That's not what we're saying. Rest is extremely important. We want for you to take vacations with your family. We want for you to be healthy. It's an incredibly important part of doing ministry. 
You have to make sure you are well before you are ever going to lead your students to be well. So do not hear us saying that you shouldn't take a break. That's not it. What we are saying is that within the confines of you getting rest and being able to enjoy more time with your family and being able to actually shift gears and go into a different gear, there is still not just margin, but significant opportunity for you to reach students and connect with students in a way that you don't do during the school year and in a way that you can't do on a typical Wednesday night. So Nick, give us some more specific examples of what it looks like for them to take advantage of what is coming. Yeah, I think immediately what comes to my mind, one of my leaders, his name is Robbie. Robbie, if you're listening right now, shout out to you. You are incredible. And let me tell you all about Robbie. Robbie, just a couple summers ago, made the decision that he was going to serve his group of boys, his small group, in a whole new way. He made the decision that every single week, he was going to schedule an outing with them to go to Brahms or to go to Freddy's or to go somewhere and get some food, Sonic. And he was just going to hang out and pour into them outside of the building. And so at this point in time, we weren't meeting for Switch in the building. And so he had scheduled these Wednesdays and he just took some really personal time to pour into a variety of boys who could show up whenever they were available. And it was so powerful. What I know now is seeing the aftermath of that. Robbie is still a small group leader in that group. These young men are better because of Robbie's investment. They are better, stronger followers of Christ. They're taking steps in their faith. So many of them are highly plugged in in our church and our leaders just doing amazing things. And that's because of the time that Robbie poured in. And really what we learned was, and what we learned from stories like Robbie's is that students don't want to just know that you, they, they don't want to see that you only care about them on a Wednesday from 630 to 830, but right. they want to know you care about them outside of that time frame as well. And really, if we're being honest, that's where the biggest impact can be made because that's Absolutely. where the most trust can be gained. And if you can gain that trust with your students, you can really show them that you're in their corner and it gives you an opportunity to speak into their lives and pastor them. And so uh, some steps I think we can take as we look forward to what's coming in Switch. First, I think we can be consistent. If whatever it looks like for you, whatever opportunities you have outside of that time that Josh talked about of resting and taking vacation and being with your family, which is so important, whatever you can do outside of that to be consistent with your students, show up in that way. That may mean you just send texts. That may mean that you reach out to them on their group meetings. That may mean that you schedule a lunch like Robbie did or go out and meet them at the sand volleyball courts, whatever it may look like. Spend time with your students outside of the building and show them what Switch could look like when it's not meeting from 6.30 to 8.30. Continue to build that relationship. So number one, be consistent. Number two, don't forget about parents. Parents have the majority of time with their students. So this is a great time to continue building relationships and partnering with parents reaching out to them, talking to them, whatever that may look like. Make sure you're partnering with parents. So be consistent, partner with parents. Number three, challenge your students to take a step. If you listened last week, we talked about how important it is to, to not put a ceiling on your students, but to give them an opportunity to be spiritual contributors inside the church. Right around the corner, June 4th, we're actually going to have an opportunity to see more students step into serving than ever will throughout the course of the year. We have right. a switch signing day where our students are going to come and they're going to sign up to be a part of the host team, life kids, our operation team, whatever it may be. They're going to take a step into the contributor game and they're going to sign up to serve. This is always impactful. 
It always makes a massive impact. And so I want to invite you to make that a priority to be a part of with your students. Maybe you encourage your students to take a step in that way. Maybe you encourage them to get signed up, but promote Switch Signing Day. Hey, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop real quick and elaborate on that. So Switch Signing Day, for those of you that don't know, is think of College Signing Day where athletes sign to be with a school. They make a big deal out of it. They have a photo op. They do this whole thing. We do the same thing. We set up a photo op. We make a big deal out of it. Most campuses will have stage time for it. It is in conjunction with Make the Move Weekend, which is a weekend where kids and life kids move up a grade. Third graders going into fourth grade will move up to loop. Fifth graders going into sixth grade get to start serving. And so that's going to be a big step where tons of incoming sixth graders will sign up to serve. But we also see during this week, because of the huge deal we make out of it, lots of students who are in middle school throughout high school take the step, jump on the wave of momentum and start serving. And there, I don't know that there's a better time of year for them to start serving because of the extra margin that they have in their schedule. We don't want to lose connection with them. We don't, we don't have this built-in thing all summer long where we see them every Wednesday night. So we want to make sure that weekends are built in and that they know we're expecting them to be there. Because then when, when August rolls back around, they never unplugged. They're still here. And we have that core to loop back in. So, so leaders with, with Switch Signing Day coming up, June 4th, it's, next, it's just this next Sunday. If you're listening to this episode the week it drops, we need for you on Wednesday night or whenever you talk to your students, push this momentum. We need for you to champion this, this initiative. I promise the success of this at your campus hinges on whether or not each leader buys in to championing the initiative. It's a huge thing. It's a, it's wildly successful. There's a reason we do it. So make sure that you encourage your students to take this step. That's right. I believe it's going to be amazing this year as we see these students take steps in their faith and really become contributors here at our different locations. And so what are we going to do? We're going to be consistent. We're going to challenge our students to take steps. We are going to partner with our parents. And then in addition to that, I want to encourage us to prepare and plan for the summer. If we fail to plan, then we plan to fail. And so what would it look like right. for you to get a plan in place to make an impact in the lives of your students? Maybe for you, you need to look at the weeks that you have, the weeks that you're going to be home and not on vacation, or anytime you have some margin where you can invite some students to be a part of what you're doing and talk with your co-leader, set this up and get an opportunity where you can show up randomly in the lives of your students. You may ask them what their schedules are what their different teams are that they're playing on, or if they're in plays, maybe they have one coming up that you can go be a part of. And when you show up to those, you're going to make an impact because they see that it's not just about a Wednesday night from 6.30 to 8.30 for you, but it's about a relationship. And through that relationship, you gain trust. And through that trust, you can really lead and pastor your students. So be consistent, challenge them, partner with parents, prepare and plan. And finally, as I've been saying, just show up randomly. Whatever it looks like for you, just show up randomly, show up in their lives. And I promise you that through that, through being a part of their lives and through getting into their world, there's going to be doors opened where you have opportunities to really speak into the different things that they're a part of and really encourage them to take these steps like switch signing day to be a part of something bigger and to show truly that they are the leaders of today. You can get an opportunity to challenge them to step into leadership opportunities where they can make a big impact. So show up randomly, and I promise you it'll make all the difference. Absolutely. I want to also make sure that everyone understands, we sometimes overcomplicate this. So 
when you're thinking about what it looks like to show up in a student's life, or for instance, the example that Nick gave of Robbie and his small group and doing something, you know, once a week all summer, for you, maybe once a week isn't sustainable, right? Maybe you got a bunch of kids and you're busy and it's just not sustainable. Maybe once every other week is, right? Or maybe, you know, like maybe that's something. And then I think a lot of times in our minds we go, yeah, but then I'm planning and I got to get all these kids to this different place. No, you don't. Okay. So I'm going to make sure that you understand how simple this can be. You can literally say, hey guys, next Friday from six to seven, I will be at Brahms and you can be too. And you communicate with their parents and let them know, we will be meeting at Brahms. Send them with money. Leave it up to the parents to get them there or to them to get themselves there if they can drive. And then don't sweat it. If one or two of them show up, that is awesome. If you get to meet with two students and you had 10 and only two of them showed up, I want you to think about what it means to the two that you got to meet with. It is just as successful to meet with two as it is to meet with 10 so make sure that you don't overthink this and take advantage of those little opportunities. And then just for like language reasons, a lot of times when we're talking about ending a semester, as Nick and I were talking earlier, we say a lot that we want you to finish strong. I want to change the language a little bit and I want to ask you to shift gears. Okay. I don't want you to finish strong because we're not finishing. Because in reality, there is never an end to youth ministry. And if you ever stop serving and switch, you're going to know that you signed up for something that's lifelong because you have kids in your life who look to you as their switch leader, and they will for the rest of their life. And when they have a hard time, you're going to be surprised that five years from now, when they're 22, they're going to call you because they're going through a hard time. So it doesn't end. You're just shifting gears. And so as we head into the summer, I want to ask you to shift gears. Don't think, man, that it's ending. We're finally coming to a break. No. We're coming to a season where you're going to have an opportunity to rest a little bit more and do things in a gear that's a little bit more restful intentionally, meaning I can still connect with my students, but I can do so on my couch. Like I can do so sitting in a circle in my living room, do everything that you can to stay consistent in their lives, shift gears and enjoy this season. As hard as youth ministry is, it's dang fun. If you're not having fun in youth ministry, you're doing it wrong. Okay. So do me a favor, make sure that you're having fun. And if you find yourself in a place that you're not having fun anymore, will you just stop for a minute and have a conversation with your youth pastor? Or maybe call another switch leader and say, hey, I just got to be honest. I don't know what the deal is. I don't know where my head's at. I'm just having a hard time enjoying this. It could be that your perspective needs to change. You know, like, and sometimes we all go through that where we have to change our perspective. Or it could be that you're in a season that it's time for you to step into something different. And that's, I, a lot of youth pastors think it's dangerous to say stuff like that. I think it's dangerous not to, because if you're not truly called to invest your life in this, then it might mean that you're called to invest your life in something different. And there's somebody else that's called to be investing their life where you currently are. And so we want you to follow what God's calling you to do. And I hope that you feel genuinely passionate and called about this. It doesn't mean that when you get tired, you should bail out. You should not do that. When you get tired, you should know that ministry is tiring work. The work of Jesus can be quite exhausting. But that's just a part of what we do. It's called sacrifice. There's a difference between no longer being called and being tired. And so make sure that you understand the difference between those things. 
But man, if you really are struggling with passion, don't do that by yourself. Talk to somebody about it. Have a conversation with another leader who's probably been there. Have a conversation with your youth pastor who can kind of love you and walk alongside you in it. And trust that we're a family. This is a safe environment to have those conversations. Gosh, we love you guys. I'm just so grateful for this team. I'm grateful for everything that you all have done and accomplished this year. Thanks every week for joining us on this podcast. It means a ton to us that you join us and that you continue to invest yourselves. Thank you so much for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.